Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, final hour of the Lake Show. And for your information, we did not have a winner at the top of the hour for the uh, the Twins Fest signature Saturday. So uh, in another commercial break, we'll do it all over again. Be caller number 5 to 651-461-9226. When you hear the Win Twins short song slash sounder, be caller number 5 and you will win the four-pack of passes to Twins Fest Signature Saturday. We did it at the top of the hour, and uh, we didn't get a winner, so we'll, we'll try it all over again. We want people to show up. We want people to win. We like to give away free things on this show. All right, so now this, <laughs> this topic is something that I have had a conversation with my father about for the last, actually the last two years, because it was something that I was – uh, that I noticed on the roadways with him one day. So um, I'm riding with him in his truck, and we're you know running around. I think I can't remember where we were going that day. I think we were going to uh to was it Menards or was it I can't remember Costco, whatever. Anyway, I'm riding with him, and he's looking around. He's like, "Why does no one? Why is everybody driving around with expired tabs?" Now, now, this was my father talking about this back in 2021, okay? And, look, I, I get it. We were still firmly in the grasp and in the mix of the pandemic. and But we're just riding around, and I'm looking, and I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I a part of me, though, said, because I had saw this in news stories, that a lot of people, that they weren't, processing things the same. They weren't um, asking for money for the tabs and all that stuff, whatever. We were in a different place, and it was all pandemic-related. Yes. But now we're not necessarily, quote, in the midst of this global pandemic. And so now that's still a thing, that there are so many people out there that are driving around without um, – Current tabs. Without current tabs. And so it even got to a point where Tim Harlow from the Star Tribune, he has an article entitled, Why Are There So Many Vehicles with Expired Tabs on the Roads? All right? And so it starts talking about a a woman by the name of Nancy. She's looking around at, at license plates. She's seeing expired tabs. Some from like two to eight months overdue. I've actually seen like a year overdue, but anyway. And she says, quote, I certainly considered tab renewal to be mandatory and in force, but it appears that like speed limits, paying is discretionary, she said in an email. Another driver, Pam, says she's seen a lot of vehicles with expired license tabs from 2021 and 2022, quote, it is no longer required that we renew our yearly car tabs, she asked with a question mark. 
So now, just to be clear, state law requires vehicles driven or parked on public streets to display tabs showing the month of expiration in the lower left corner of each plate and the year of expiration in the lower right. Some vehicles are exempt, such as those owned by the government, nonprofit charities when used for specific purposes, and some collector vehicles. Now, the number of vehicles with expired registrations is fluid, said Dave Boxham, um, a spokesman with Driver and Vehicle Services. Motorists delay renewing registration for many reasons, such as when a vehicle needs repairs, is in storage, is being held for resale, he said. Others simply didn't realize the tabs were expired. Now, we all know this. The period for registration with your vehicle, it's a year. Vehicle owners renewing any time during that 12-month period, they owe the entire registration for the year. There's no prorated rates, There's and there are no penalties for renewing late. So it's not as though that if you go get up to speed on the tabs now, it's not like you're going to get hit with like all of these extra. That's just you not, don't have those back fees. That, that's, that not, yeah, that's not what they're doing. Nope. So now um, I thought that this was interesting, though, in the article. It says some agencies relaxed the writing of tickets for expired tabs and other minor offenses after the onset of COVID-19 and, listen to this, and though, and the unrest that followed the police shooting of Dante Wright in Brooklyn Center in 2021 because that was a big deal. Sure. Also, a lot of people were saying, look, don't don't stop somebody or pull them over. Just go ahead and and, and, and mark up a ticket and send it in the mail, whatever, and then have them, you know, don't, don't go about the business of, trying to yank somebody out of a vehicle and arrest them and all this don't stuff. Don't do the face-to-face. Just yeah, do it via yeah, the mail because and it's, avoid Because it. this is too much. This is yeah, too much. Yeah. Because they don't want any other Dante Wright-type situations to occur. Yeah, don't want Mo- that conflict. Yeah, moving forward. All right, so one of the readers, though, says or asks this question. Are people just defying the law? Am I a chump for paying mine? And I would say this to Steve. No, you're not a chump. You're just a good citizen. And secondly, I do think that a lot of people are just defying the law. I think that there are a lot of people Mm -hmm. that are looking around and they're seeing that everybody's – not everybody. But a lot of people have not renewed their tabs or paid their fees. And they're like, you know what? If everybody else is doing it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, this is one thing that drives me nuts because I go out there – I use my seatbelt. I use my signal. I pay my tabs. I've got current insurance. I'm doing everything by the letter of the law. And it's like, why am I doing this? And I see all of these expired tabs. And I mean, registration is not cheap. I've got my wife's car. I've got my car. And, And granted, it's a first world problem. But here's the thing. If you've got these and you're not going to enforce it, then what is the point of even having the registration? Like, I don't understand it. Like, what is – it just it, – it is just so – I don't want to say infuriating, but I just don't understand why you're like, hey, renew your registration. Well, okay, but fine. What What is in it for me? With my registration, I'm being a good citizen. Okay, well, bravo. I use my turn signal. Other people don't. That makes me a good driver, right? I follow the speed limit. 
I stop at stop signs. I don't roll through it. But yet, like, these minor traffic offenses are not going to be penalized. Then what is the point? All right, this is what I would like for people to react on on the um, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226, if you'd love to text in and weigh in on this. Because I think that because I do think that a lot of people are just not doing it because they're they know that they know they can get away with it. They can get away with it right now because the, the state's not doing anything about it right now. Oh, yeah. OK. All right. So it says here that tickets for tab violations have dropped from about one thousand one hundred and eighty statewide for all of 2017 <laughs> to just one hundred and nineteen from January through August of last year. That's crazy. It's dropped literally over a thousand. Okay, but this is and it says this another quote from Boxham. He says the state patrol prioritizes its enforcement on traffic safety issues, jeopardizing the lives of Minnesotans, but will address other violations like expired tabs as part of their duties, which they should do. But this is what I think should happen. Okay? Because I do think that everybody should go ahead and pay for their I mean, you've got up-to-date tab. Yes. I've got up-to-date yep. tabs. It's being paid for. for I, I haven't missed out on any of the time. Like during the pandemic and all. Th- no. Just go right. get your stuff taken care of. Yep. This is what I think should happen, though. Um, And this will be a little bit of work, but so be it. Okay. I believe. Uh, yeah, I was a little bit nervous. My, I my, know. My you're Jayhawks, watching. My Jayhawks almost lost at the buzzer there. It's and they're going to overtime. This is what I think should happen, and I'd love to get your reaction on the text line, 651-461-9226. I think that people that have not missed payments during the COVID pandemic with their tabs and have have been on the up and up, I think being that good of a citizen that you should be rewarded with a year of free tabs. If it means getting a voucher in the mail and you get that voucher and you take that voucher and you go and you get your tabs and that's... I think that should happen. Some, for, some sort of financial some, incentive. What, what, reward. It, reward. Yeah. Reward. Yeah, not incentive because you've been doing this already. The the the, the, the incentive has been, I, you know what, I need to drive and I don't want to get a ticket. I don't yeah, want to get both. I mean, to me, it's like if you don't have current tabs, you can't drive. If you don't have current insurance, you can't drive. Like if it doesn't meet all of the emission standards, you can't drive it. Like to me, this was when I learned at 16. And when my daughter gets her license – Guess what? She's going to have current tabs on her car. She's going to have to learn everything that I learned and that my wife learned. So I I, I don't get this at all. It's extremely frustrating and annoying beyond belief. But, yes, I I would like some sort of a voucher for doing what should have been done, which is ridiculous when you say it out loud. And even if you you don't want to give people a voucher for the entire year, you know how how they were talking about giving um, – they'll give you these checks – in the mail, you know, you know, we're get like because we got like, COVID, like we got COVID nineteen checks, and yeah. then they were talking. And, um, but that was like from you know, you know, nationwide, sure. and then and then also like here they were talking about the possibility of the rebate checks or the the walls checks or how about all of those people that are even if it meant giving them a fifty dollar gift card. Yeah, I wouldn't even. I mean, give me something. Some, give me something to Olive Garden for crying out loud. <laughs> I mean, let me have something. By the way, we do have a a text here. Uh, on the city's one plumbing talking text line, uh, there's pressures, uh, pressure on officers not to pull people over for it because you do have other pressing issues. And that's 
Yes, but 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 isn't the situation because of the Dante right? Isn't though you're still supposed to get to receive something in the mail? Like if 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 you if you have expired tabs, mm-hmm. it's at the discretion of the officer to go ahead and type up your stuff and 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 and, and send you a ticket. Send right? Send you a ticket. Yeah, as far as I know, that's something that you do via the mail. So I I mean yeah, but I think like my the way that I'm reading it is that you get pulled over for another offense. Oh, and by the way, you have expired tabs. Yeah, it's like that's not the primary offense, but if you happen to get pulled over when you've got expired tabs, it's like double jeopardy. And I totally understand the sentiment of why they've stopped with the whole the the whole like uh, expired tabs and pulling people over because then you got into profiling issues and all these other things that people are like, no, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna leave the door open for for, for all of that. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. Uh, we got word on the street. That's next here on the Lake Show. All right, congratulations to Jan Peterson from Excelsior. She won the four pack of tickets to Twins Fest Signature Saturday. And Jan, I, I just want to let you know. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Congratulations on the uh, the four pack of passes, and you'll likely see me there because all of us will be broadcasting that Saturday at Target mm-hmm. Field. So at some point. You'll uh you'll catch me. We don't have the schedule quite yet. I anticipate that I will be there earlier than later because there is a Wolves game that Saturday night. Yes, they are uh, hosting Sacramento that night at uh, Target Center. I'm going to be there, but I'll probably swing by Twins Fest earlier on in the day and say hey, what's up to everybody. Don't say what's up to me. No, no, I'm, I'm no. I, I see enough of you as it well, is. Well, I'm surprised you even acknowledge. I want to see Jan. Yeah, I, yeah, you can meet Jan. Well, I think I'll stand next to you until Jan shows up, so I can meet her. No, too. I don't think so because I think Corey Provis might be with me at that particular time, so she might want to see Corey mm-hmm. and me, not you. Is going to be next to me. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Henry Lake. I want to name that people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Oh, here. I, I'm going to pick up this name you dropped. Anybody else you want to throw out there while we're at it? Well, you know, I'm tight with Tony O, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm going to turn my back. i going to pick that one up, too. Let me put my, my shoulder back in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, <laughs> oh, ah. I think I pulled my back fat trying to pick up that name that dropped. <laughs> hey, just a, I'm a big wrestling fan, and just a really sad story. Uh, three months ago, uh, well-known wrestler Kevin Nash lost his son um, to just a, a, a horrible seizure. But he made some very dark and emotional comments regarding the three-month anniversary of his son's death, sparking concerns from a lot of fans after he hinted at having some suicidal thoughts. Mm. Now, Nash addressed 26-year-old Tristan's passing this week on his Click This podcast, saying, Today's week 12 that I lost my boy. Time flies when you have a gun in your mouth. I mean, time flies when you're having fun. Now, Nash's co-host, Sean Oliver, was quick to denounce the morbid comment, replying, Don't play like that. You have guns, so you can't say that. But the 63-year-old doubled down on his statement, saying, I can do whatever the F I want to do as long as I leave a note. Now, wow. Yeah. That's it, scary as heck. It, it, it really is. And the conversation changed to how Nash, he's actually coping with the loss. And he says it's much easier. And this is what I appreciate about Kevin Nash. He said that it's much easier to tell people he's doing fine when in reality it couldn't be further from the truth. He says he struggles to find a reason to get out of bed every morning, but received words of support from a lot of fellow wrestlers. Fans flooded the podcast episode comment section following the discussion, following love and praise. Uh, as previously reported, uh, Tristan died after suffering a seizure 
on going into cardiac arrest back in October. He was only 26 years old. Um, so if you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, help is available. Call or text 988 or chat 988lifeline.org. Yeah, that's – I'm going to send a prayer for uh, – say a prayer for uh, Kevin Nash tonight yeah. when I get ready to go to bed. Seriously, because uh, it's it, – you know, I've been told this forever mm-hmm. um, that – you just can't imagine the type of hurt, the type of pain that you feel in losing a child. And that was his only that was his only child. Yeah. That, that. I, and he was tight with his son. Like I, I heard that. I mean, it's he lost his best friend a year ago, Scott Hall. And now to, to lose his son. I mean, it, it's just it's, it's got to be crushing it, it really hard on on uh, Kevin Nash. Hey, Cardi B was back in front of the judge in a strip club beatdown case after failing to start the community service portion of her plea deal. And now she's got a new deadline. Now, she showed up Tuesday to a courthouse in Queens where the judge gave her until March 1st to complete her sentence, which includes 15 days of community service. You know, as reported, she copped a uh, plea deal back in September, pleading guilty to third-degree assault and reckless endangerment, uh, both misdemeanors. Uh, apparently, she's going to be doing some community service this week. Now, she was accused of ordering an attack on two strip club bartenders, Jade and Batty G., Way back in August of 2018, she was arrested and booked a few months later for her alleged role in it. Her plea deal also requires her to stay away from the women for three years, but it seems she's only failed to keep up the community service part of the bargain. You got to do better, Cardi B. You can't be around here doing all this stuff, thinking you thug life, and then when consequences come your way, mm-hmm. you're not taking your, you know, not handling your business. Yeah. Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley have now officially started to serve their lengthy prison sentences, turning themselves in for lockup. Todd reported Tuesday to FPC Pensacola in Florida, meeting his deadline to report to the minimum security prison camp where he's been sentenced to serve 12 years. Meanwhile, his wife reported to a federal prison in Lexington, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, at a federal medical center. Now they're serving time for their conviction in their bank fraud and tax evasion case. And the Chrisley knows best stars previously filed motions asking for bail pending and approval. The judge denied their request. Hey, I just know from the TV show. That's all yeah, I know. They got to do the crime. They got to do the time now. They did the yeah. crime. Now they got to. Yep. I mean, they were living lavishly. Oh, I believe the term is high on the hog. Is uh, Make it rain. Oh, man, they were. And just to, you know, on the weekends, we'd like to watch live PD or like on patrol live now is what it's called. There was a story, something that they covered that's actually getting like national attention. It's when a toddler waved a loaded handgun at an Indiana apartment complex. This is disturbing. Yeah, even pointing the barrel at himself at one point and pulling the trigger. And his dad is now under arrest. And his dad, by the way, denied he had a firearm when the police showed up. Now, this all happened in real time, by the way, on uh, on patrol live. Now, there's stunning ring camera video showing the little boy in a diaper playing with the firearm on a second-floor landing of a Beach Grove, Indiana residential building. In the footage shot Saturday night, the boy seen standing at the foot of a staircase holding the gun near his head and pointing it at neighbors. Now, the video cuts to a child aiming the firearm at an apartment door. The boy then moves around the landing, carelessly turning the gun barrel upward towards his neck. He continued to walk around the landing. Training the gun on various doors. Reports are that he also pulled the trigger, but the gun likely didn't go off because there were no bullets in the chamber, but there were 15 rounds found in the magazine. 
Beach Grove police responded to the building after a neighbor called 911 to report a boy with a gun. Now the officers, who they were filming in real time for Reels Networks, mentioned On Patrol Live, encountered the boy's father, Shane Osborne, again, who claimed that he didn't own a, a gun. Yeah. But cops searched his apartment and found the alleged firearm under a TV in the living room. He was arrested and booked into the county jail for felony suspicion of neglect of a dependent. He's not been accused of a gun possession but the investigation's ongoing, and uh, he was in court earlier today. Yeah, the um, I saw the video. I, it, it's scary as heck. I mean, that that kid could have killed themselves. You know, uh, it, it, it could have been really, really bad. And this is just coming off of the news that a six-year-old shot their teacher. Got a teacher, yeah, yeah. That just, yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta be smarter around kids. Like, why do people not exercise common sense, Henry? Yeah. Like, I, I don't get common it, Common sense ain't common nowadays. All right, just going to wrap up Word on the Street. Coming up next, Paul Douglas with weather. And then um, I'm a Tom Brady fan, but I got to keep it real. Next. All right, some of the good news. Minnesota Wild have won 4-2. to two. Jesse Pierce from the Bar Down Beauties podcast. She'll join us tomorrow night to talk some wild hockey. Uh, we do start at 6 tomorrow. We will go until 8.30 uh, because the Wolves, um, they tip off against the Denver Nuggets at 9. Start at 8- we got the Twins hot stove. 6- oh, 6.30. 6. My bad. 6:30, my bad. My yeah. bad. My bad. Yep, yep. 6.30, Twins hot stove is at 6. And then uh, 8.30 is when Cal Soderquist will start with the Timberwolves pregame. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Timberwolves basketball at 9. All right, so... My favorite quarterback of all time is Peyton Manning. Um, I was always a Peyton Manning fan. This is going back to Tennessee. Um, and then when, we, when, when he started showcasing his personality in the National Football League and having fun with it and going on SNL and all that, I, I said, dude, this is my dude. Very likable. Th- th- this is my dude. This is my dude. So Peyton Manning is my favorite quarterback of all time. But there's no question in my mind, and I actually called this out back in the early 2000s. I said that I believe when it's all said and done that Tom Brady will be the greatest quarterback to ever play in the National Football League. I said that to Paul Churchian, um, Mr. Fantasy Football, and he was like, whoa, that's a pretty bold statement to make because no one was talking about Tom Brady like that. I said... Paul, there's just something about this dude. Like he's just a winner, man. Like he 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 can he can make. And this, mind you, people need to understand when we're talking about Tom Brady. Tom Brady early in his career, he wasn't throwing for the massive amount of yards and touchdowns like he did the last decade. He that wasn't who he was early on. It was run the football mm-hmm. with New England. With Corey Dillon and um, I can't remember the guy out of LSU. There was a, a good a good running back out of LSU, and they had a really good defense. But then about six years in, it was like, no, Tom Brady's a beast. Six or seven years in, Tom Brady's like, no, I can sling this thing. And so Tom Brady started like just chucking it, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, this guy's the real deal. So at that particular point, I was like, Charge, this this is the this is the guy. I bought a Tom Brady jersey. I bought a Tom Brady jersey that I still have. I bought it from um, what was underneath us here? 
years ago. Nick Sporting Goods? I mean, no, well, Nick Sports World or something like that? Yeah, something something like that. It, it, whatever whatever the name of the, the – because it was where Charge – I mean, not Charge. It was where um, Dark Star would get all his jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Just right? To, so, yeah, so, it was like Nick something. Yeah, it was like Nick Sports – um, in downtown, it was, but it was the place, man. It was, it was phenomenal. You can get all the game awards. Nick Sports World, that was the name of it. Okay. It closed in 2008. Okay. It was right below here. Okay. It was downstairs. We were in the same building, Nick Sports World. So I ended up buying multiple jerseys from Nick Sports World, and one of them was a Tom Brady. Jersey that I still have, you know, one of the authentic ones where it's stitched and all that. Well, it pains me to say this, but Tom's got to hang him up. Do I think that Tom Brady could go out there next year for a different team and throw some good passes? Yes. But it's over. And I, I say this as a Brady fan that I want him to retire. Because I do think it is the end. I don't. I hate seeing my heroes, sports heroes. I'm not talking about like just heroes. Sure, yeah, yeah. You guys understand it because because there's always going to be a person. Oh, yeah, that's your hero. I thought you. Li- I thought you liked Martin Luther King Jr. You're talking about Tom. Hero I'm, worship. I'm, yeah. I'm talking. To, I'm a sports fan. Okay, sports heroes. Okay, I loved King Griffey Jr. when I was mm-hmm. when I was a little kid. All right, so I, I just hate seeing players that I've loved watching and been fans of, at the end of their career, it's not the same. And it looks like they're no. clinging to something that just isn't there anymore. I don't, I, I don't like seeing that, and i got to be honest. There are certain people that I look at, and I, I want better for them than that. And Tom Brady's one of them. He, he's, he's one of them where I don't, I don't want to see the end just be so horrible looking. And last night wasn't fun. No, the the problem is you've got some of these people that are uber competitive that keep looking for that ring, you know, the, the ring chasers. But the thing is, Tom Brady doesn't have to do that. He's not a ring chaser. Like yeah. he's done everything that he could. I felt like two years ago. There's nothing else for him to do. No, I mean two years ago, you win the Super Bowl in your home stadium. You could have walked away then. Like that would have been it. And you you come back last year, you put up good numbers. I felt like this year, you know, it kind of goes into what we were talking about earlier, you know, just having some fun with it. Like, this Tampa offense is not the same it was last year. And it's going to be churned over because we talk about the Vikings being old. Tom Brady has to be the, in the right situation. Mm-hmm. Now, I I feel for him. But the thing is, at this point, it's going to turn into Emmett Smith with the Cardinals, Jerry Rice with the Broncos, you know, Randy Moss with the Titans. Yeah. Like you're looking at these individuals. T.O. with the Seahawks. T.O. with the Seahawks. You're looking at all of these superstars, and this is what people are going to remember. That's why when a guy like John Elway goes out after winning a Super Bowl, I mean, that's how. I just feel like the peak for Tom Brady and the legacy, and, and you know, I don't know if he really cares about it and what we think about it. No, he doesn't care what we think. Yeah, and he, nor I guess really should he. But there are going to be people out there that are going to look at everything post-Belichick in the last two years 
And it's like, that's how they're going to remember Tom Brady. And it's not fair, but I mean, this is how people are going. That's maybe it's a small portion, but I Look, feel like there's a, is, there's a saying you're as good as your last game. Yeah. And, you know, and we hear it a lot. This is the deal. I love Tom Brady. I mean, I truly, I am a fan. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's coming back. And, and the reason why I think he's coming back, oh. and I don't want him to come back. I want him to retire. Because mm-hmm. there's so many great memories. I don't want him coming back next year and destroying it. I think that Tom Brady has the opportunity, even though this year was not a good year. Mm-hmm. For the team. I think he still has the opportunity to walk away from the game and hold his head up. Well, first of all, he's going to hold his head up high anyway because he's Tom Brady. But I don't want to see the Joe Montana stuff. I think I think we're already there. We may be. I, I think we're already there because if Tampa doesn't want him, guess what? Somebody else. It's like the Brett Favre thing, right? I mean, people are going to say, okay, we're going to throw all this money at Brett Favre. Come back for one season. Play you know, you're the missing piece. You know, what about the Raiders? You know, Josh McDaniels out there. There's that connection. It's like, and, you know, Derek Carr may not be back. There are places where we're going to start manufacturing yeah. these landing spots. Oh, they're already Brady. talking about him. But yeah. I, I think that one of the reasons why, unfortunately, I think he's going to come back. I think that he is going to come back because I think he's a little bit empowered now because Unfortunately, he's divorced. You know, Giselle and, and, and him parted ways. Got to do something on his Sundays. And I feel like he's got to do something now. Yeah. Like, like he, we already knew that the guy was just psycho about football. Yeah, and I feel when, when you make that decision, family or football, and you choose football, to me, and, and I don't know what happened in that relationship. It's none of my business. But I feel when you make that decision to put that over – Giselle. Whatever it was, yeah, over Giselle. I feel like you've made your choice, and you can't come back for that. So, to me, I mean, Tom Brady could be like George Bland at playing until he's 60 at this point. Like, he needs football. Like, Tom Brady needs that adrenaline. I just, I'll, I'll never understand that part. That's the part I'll never understand. But that's just me. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're not, we're not Thomas Nathaniel Brady. I just want Tom, I just want Tom to, um, you want him to be happy, live his best life. I just want to. I, I, I just good things to happen. He could have went out on top. He didn't go out on top. I don't want to see him go out on the bottom. I feel that window. Imagine Tom Brady playing for a team that goes four and fourteen, mm. or no, four and thirteen next year. Well, I mean, by the time he retires, there's going to be an eighteen game added to the schedule. Oh, so, God. I mean, you know what's coming. You hate to see it. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next, the end of the show <laughs> <laughs> on the Good Neighbor. I may be a little bit biased, just a little bit. But I think in the history of radio, this is the best outro ever. <laughs> Miles Davis band, I love this song. Mm-hmm. All right, so tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, we got Twins Hot Stove, 6.30. I hop on. We take you to Cal Soderquist and Timberwolves pregame at 8.30. The Timberwolves basketball at 9. So a full evening here on The Good Neighbor. 
And Jane and Excelsior, she won the other four-pack of passes. So we'll check her out on uh, that Saturday at Twins Fest. That'll yeah. be fun. You're already you look at you. You've got your new twins hat on. Absolutely. I'm ready. You are ready. Let's get that damn division back from Cleveland. I gotta get another hat. They're frauds. I they, you they want a, they, like they, a new hat like this? Yeah, they they gave me a hat. I gave, I gave it away. My my buddies um uh, he was looking for a hat. He had just came to town. He came from from overseas. Okay. And uh, he says, "Hey, you know, I, I, where, where can I find the hat? I, I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to the Mall of America, or whatever." I, well, he said, "I'm at the Mall of America. I need to find the hat." Okay. I said, "Now, nah, don't worry about it, man. I, I give it to you." His, his mother had passed away um, from cancer the day before, and um, and she lived here. And I said, "No, no, don't worry about that, man. Don't be. <laughs> you got other things on your plate, bro. I got uh, I, I got a little." Goodie bag, I'll get to you, man. You can you can take some of my. Well, it's stuff. just the small things in life, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it's for sure. The, the, for the sure. little gestures like that. I mean, for sure. it might mean a hat. My, you know, a hat might mean. Yeah, I, I didn't give him a Benz. Yeah. I didn't give him a Range Rover. It's just you know, in the moment, I you know, I care about yeah. my boy. And I was like, dude, don't, don't. You got other things you're worried about and concerned about. Yeah. Um, don't need to. You, don't you're be tracking to, down. You're a hat. trying to go get a new suit and all this other stuff. Whatever. Don't worry about that, dude. Yeah. Deal, deal with the stuff that you have to deal with right now. I get you all the other stuff that you need afterwards. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Well, good for you, man. That's, you know, again. It, hey, that's the beauty. That's the beautiful thing about this job is that even though I ain't getting rich, yeah. I get a lot of perks. Yeah, I you get do. A lot of, I get a lot of good stuff. Yeah, free you do. Stuff. Free, free, free. Everybody yeah. wants something for free. Hey, You can play that H. Lake card, man. That gets you carte blanche pretty much anywhere. No, I don't get you no? far. No? Don't get you far. Sure. Might get your free drink. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Depends on where you your go. Your card versus my card. Your card gets further. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow, 630, after Hot Stove Twins Conversation. The Lake Show starts tomorrow at 630. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 